Hi, you're listening to Flying Sober. This is a podcast about cultivating relationships and sobriety and stepping into self-discovery through love, understanding, and exploration. The opportunity to learn about yourself through others starts now. Hello, 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 my lovely listeners. And I am here with Jonathan again. And we are going to close the 12-step series. Yay! with step 11 and 12. Um, And I want to quickly say, you know, our lives have kind of been all over the place. It's not a secret that Jonathan is going through some stuff and I'm going through some stuff. But, you know, that's life on life terms. And... But we're going to have some awesome freaking podcasts coming up because, listen, relationships are... I remember when you said, oh, there's not a big topic for relationships. We constantly want our problems to go away, and the problems do involve people at all times. It's always people. So we're going to continuously have topics. It's just not going to be on a regular basis like, like we've been having, you know? It says in the 12 and 12, I wasn't here for step eight, and that was my fault, but I'm going to say this really... No, it wasn't your fault. Listen, but do we really have to go back there? And it actually and it actually says it. I'll read, I'll read it to you. My sponsor on his deathbed said this to me. I will never forget this. He's like, you know what he said? He sounded more like your father than he did he was. your your. Um, he, he really sponsor. was. He really was. And this is what he said. We were sitting there in the middle of the night, and it was towards the last weeks of his life. And randomly, he says, "You know, John, there's a hook in the eighth step, and it sucks." And I go, what do you mean? He goes, there's a hook. And he says, huh? it's funny. You have everything highlighted except for this one line. We have been at fault. Next, we make rigorous attempt to repair the damage we have done. And third, having thus cleaned away the debris of the past. Now, that's where you stopped highlighting. This huh. is where the hook is. We consider how, with our newfound knowledge of ourselves... We may develop the best relationships possible with every human being we know. Every human being we know. What the... I'm tossing, I, I'm burning you, that book. <laughs> you missed it. It's so funny. You highlighted, you, you highlighted everything else except for that That's part. Probably why. <laughs> You're like, nope, I'm good. Thanks. We obviously can't get along with everyone. Can we be done with step eight? Yeah. We just recently completed step 10. So this may be a good time to start step 11. Sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him praying only for knowledge of his will for us and a power to carry that out. But I want to quickly say before you say anything. Now, I'm not a huge meditator. I try all the time, trust me. And I know this can benefit me greatly. And a paraphrase from the 12 and 12, meditation, help to create a solid foundation for a peaceful and fulfilled life to develop a more positive way of thinking which will better serve you moving forward. A daily spiritual practice can help to promote emotional balance and stability. So is this where you find your solace and peace? It's not only where you find your solace and peace, but it's where you find your direction. And think about it this way, right? Like if I pause and meditate in the morning, right? Oh, that's so hard for me to do because I'm always like, what do I have to do today? Well, how, how do you explain that to people who are like me or so like you're not as high energy as I am? I used to be. You're lucky. I used to. Oh, I used to be nuts. You see me at work. I'm just like a doing, 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 doing. I'm a ping pong ball. You're all over the place, and that's okay. But that's my my energy levels are just. 
And the act of meditation brings equilibrium. It's like, imagine if this is your energy like right here, right? You were not like me before. You have no idea. No way. You have no idea. you're so like zen, like, doing. Well, it, <laughs> I'm chilled out now, but like I used to be up here. And then what I found was when I'm taking the time to meditate, it brings it brings in space between my energy, my thoughts, and my actions. So like it brings it down to the point where there's a gap. Huh. The more you meditate, the Nobody's more Nobody's ever explained that like that. Well, yeah, the more you meditate, the more you put a gap in between your thoughts and your actions. How many times would you say to yourself, "Man, I wish I would have thought before I did that." Oh, a million times. <laughs> and that's what meditation does. And and here's the thing. It actually says it right here. We're in the 12 and 12 um, in step 11. And it actually says there's a direct linkage between meditation, inventory, and prayer. Taken separately, they provide good relief. But interwoven together, they build an unshakable foundation. So what's that saying is taken separately, like, yeah, you know, I've had a rough week. I'll meditate at the end of the week. That's separate. But when you're doing it consistently on a daily basis, it builds an unshakable foundation for living your life. Wow. So when you put it that simply, what do you want to do? Do you want an unshakable foundation for life? Or do you want to be erratic and just doing it separately? And, 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 and when you put it like that, it makes it a little bit more open-minded for us to think, like, maybe there's something about this meditation deal. Because actually in the book, it actually says... And you hear it from hundreds and thousands of people and authors and gurus and scholars. Yeah. For, they all talk about it. Well, in the book, it actually, in our book, it gives us this really simple line. It's so true. It says, after a period of meditation, we ask our creator to show us throughout the day of what our next step is to be. And please give us the tools we need to take care of such problems that will arise. Now, if you and I are sitting here proclaiming to all of our listeners that this book and this higher power really does what this book says it's going to do, why aren't we doing that on a daily basis? Why aren't we pausing and meditating and asking the spirit of the universe to show us throughout the day of what our next step is to be? That's the alley-oop. Tell them about it. In basketball, it's one of the most amazing spectacles to witness. Um, It's called the alley-oop. And it's when two basketball players are going down the court in sync and on time with each other. And one tosses up the ball to the other right over the basket and the other one slam dunks. It's one of the most beautiful spectacles in sports. And what my metaphor is for, for, for meditation and how I've seen it in my life is when I pause and I meditate and I allow my higher power to go throughout the day before me. And I ask it to do what I'm asking it to do, right? Which is show me the steps throughout the day and give me the tools I need to take care of such problems. It's going ahead of me and setting me up for alley-oops all day long. But I have to take the time to do it. That's a great metaphor. You know? And, And there's a really cool bumper sticker, and I see it all the time. It says... God has time to listen if you make time to pray. Well, now I'm going to take it even deeper. God has time to give you solutions if you take the time to meditate. And, And it's interesting. Like when you meditate, that's when, take a look at this plant right here, right? Sitting still and lights coming in and helping the plant grow. 
when we sit still, we're allowing the light of the spirit of the universe to help grow us. Yeah, right. Whenever I'm off, it's because I am not practicing these uh, principles in all my affairs. That's the truth. I, I start walking into walls and I'm like, boing, and I'm like, why is this happening? Because I haven't taken the time to really, you know, sit down with the spirit of God. Why not? I mean, you've been running your life the way that you've been running it. How's that working for you? <laughs> not very well. No. <laughs> not very well. And sometimes friend. we have to get reminded and of that. And it still happens. Even now that I'm sober and clear-minded, if I only took my time to do something that didn't work out for me, if I only took my time to have God set me up for the Ali-oop, Ali oop. I would have probably done it right. I think meditation and prayer, you know, I, like everybody else, I'm so busy in life, especially now with the pandemic starting to dissipate, hopefully. Um, I've been busier and busier, and I don't take that time for the solace and the peace to happen. And I think that would be so beneficial if I did. So I talk about this a lot, and then I, and I, and then I go back, and, and I wake up in the morning, and I try it again, and that's all I can do. There's a lot of people in sobriety have told me that it's taken them four years. I think you said that, too. Four or five years before they were able to practice meditation on a regular basis, right? How long did it take you? Unfortunately, um, addicts, alcoholics, people that feed into certain addictions, right? Like, say food. When people are trying to lose weight and they try to diet and they don't see results after two weeks, what happens? They quit, right? It's the same thing with meditation. And the principle I've had to like keep in the back of my mind is it's kind of like working out. Like I'm not going to get buff after the first two workouts. I'm not going to be swole. I'm not going to be, you know. But if I do it repetitiously over, I'm going to get better. Yeah. And it's one of those things where you have to set in your mind, just like anything in life, like you're going to get good if you keep practicing. If you keep practicing. So for those who are not quite there, like me, very hard for me to just sit still for a long period of time, there are other forms of meditation. So for example, I love to paint. And you know, that was one of my things, I'm an artist. And one day I said to a friend of mine, I, I, I just go into a zone, you know, it just takes me somewhere completely different. I don't think about anything. I, everything seems like I see the colors. Everything seems to stand out. I become one with the universe. And my friend said, well, that's active meditation. If you have something you truly love to do, like for you, it's running. Yeah. And I love to run too. And running gives me that kind of solace. My thoughts go into a more serene state because I'm breathing in and out and I'm taking in the nature all around me. That's considered active meditation. Another form of meditation is being in silence. So when I'm driving in my car, for instance, I won't turn on the radio and I will not use my phone. And I try to drive in silence because in stillness is where I find my chi or where I find God. And interestingly enough, I come to work very relaxed and at ease. Another great example is walking on the beach. There's something so magical and divine about looking out into the ocean. You don't have to think about anything. You could just walk for 20 minutes and soak in this energy and nature and look at the birds flying by. I mean, I, I can't imagine a better way to go within. And that's the things I try to do. You know, eventually, yes, I would love to be able to sit still one day without making a twitch 
for more than 10 minutes because that is my limit right now. Okay, so why don't we move into step 12? And it goes like this. Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, the finale, we try to carry this message to others and to practice these principles in all our affairs. So what that really means to me is set an example to others and set a good example to yourself. Live by these steps. The joy of good living best represents step 12. These steps refer you to embrace all 12 steps as you continue your journey into a life of acceptance and understanding. It also encourages you to help others to empower them as they discover the benefits themselves. So what does step 12 mean to you? Well, well, it says it like in our actual book, and, and I'll rephrase it for this being a universal step series, but it says, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to others and practice these principles in all of our affairs. Right. And first of all, I have to take, uh, there, there's a few parts to that that we need to like recognize because like it's not just running around and helping people because some people skip from step one to step 12. So it actually says, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, like you have to do the steps. Like there is no if why or how about it. You, you, you've got to muscle up and go through the steps. And trying to carry this message to other people and, and what our message is, like you take a look at it, all the steps, like relieve me of the bondage of self, step three, take all of me, good and bad, defects of character, step seven, step 11, make me a channel of thy peace. What you really see in those prayers is a full committing of not worrying about yourself. Mm-hmm. Like it, that's the promise. Like you don't have to worry about yourself if you're helping other people. Right. And, but the only way to learn how to truly help other people is doing it for yourself first, which is having to work these steps. And what's interesting enough is I, I remember I, I brought up my real estate teacher for step 10. Right. And, and, and he actually said something really powerful towards the end of our class. He said, the more you help other people get what they want, the better chance you have at getting what you want. Oh, I love that. You know what it reminds me of? One of my favorite Winston Churchill quotes. You make a living with what you get. You make a life with what you give. Exactly. (laughs) Of course, giving is the number one principle. Whenever I ask people about the most fulfilling aspects of their lives, they always talk about sharing with others. The true nature of human beings is given by our desire to contribute. If we stop feeling that deep sense of contribution, we can never feel truly fulfilled. You know, when the pandemic happened and we started this podcast, I don't know how you felt, but it was so extremely rewarding to me that so many people gained from this. Yeah. You know, because there were so many people stuck at home and you know the zoom meetings were very beneficial across the world there, there were people that never been to um actual 12-step meetings and, and had access to and it. had access to it and all of a sudden that happened um but a lot of people came out and did a lot of service providing these um meetings absolutely you know and um so i think that's like the number one thing is helping others 
it goes to show you it's universal. Um, and like my real uh, estate teacher said, the more you worry about helping people get what they want, the better yeah. chance you have at getting what you want. And, yeah. and, and the 12th step in our literature, it's over 22 pages. Oh. And the reason is because oh. like life happens, right? And there's a part where it says like, like job or no job, wife or no wife, like no matter what the circumstances are, you got to throw yourself into helping other people. Yeah. And I don't know if I've told you this story, but um, before I came into our, our, our workplace that we work in, I was stuck at a job that I really did not like. And it was towards the end and I was looking for jobs on Indeed. I was applying. I actually took a few job interviews and I was given some offers that I just wasn't happy with. Right. And I was really frustrated. And I remember getting on my knees. I was, I was decorating my Christmas tree and I was living alone at the time. I got on my knees and I said, God, what the hell do you want from me? Huh. Like, please help me. Like, I don't, I, like, I, I want a fulfilling job. I want a fulfilling life. Like, what the hell do you want from me? All of a sudden, my phone rings. It's a buddy, from, a buddy of mine from New Jersey says, hey, John, how you doing, buddy? I'm like, I'm good. Wow. How are you, Phil? He goes, good. Listen, I need a favor. I go, what? He goes, I need you to um, help me out. Uh, you remember that guy that I introduced you to that had like 58 years of sobriety? And I'm like, yeah, I remember. And he goes, well, he's living in Miami now. And he needs a ride to a meeting. And I'm like, oh, okay. And he goes, yeah, I'll send you his phone number. He's in Miami. You know, give him a call. Next thing you know, the next phone call I make is calling this guy. And he says, yeah, man, you're really doing what we're supposed to do. I'm proud of you. I'm like, thanks. I appreciate it. I'm like, so you're in Miami. Where are you at? He goes, oh, I don't know. Because he was like senile. And I'm like, I, he goes, I don't know where I'm at. I'll send you my address. <laughs> I'm like, all right. He sends me the address. He lived in Boynton Beach. Oh, that's far. Which is an hour and a half away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not in Miami. And um, <laughs> I took some time out of my week. I went up, I picked him up, I took him to a meeting, and I introduced him to the local home group. I got him situated. That Sunday, I was made a job offer to work where we're at now. Huh, because you did the right thing, so and ended up. Shit. I better be good. It's it's all about helping other people. I always feel like I'm, I sometimes get restless, you know, I'm just like, when am I going to get there? When am I going to get there? When am I going to get the right guy? When am I going to get the right uh, place to live? I want to get to the goal faster. And um, someone once said to me, you'll always have what you need, but you won't have what you want. Well, and here's the thing that really helps us with our wants, right? Because they'll drive us crazy. Like, like, I want this, I want... They'll drive you crazy. Think about it this way. Before taking these steps and before surrendering to this way of life, did you really know what was good for you? <laughs> no, or I wouldn't have gone down the, you know, the drinking path. Exactly. Sure. So it's, yeah. it's keeping in mind that as long as you serve the universe, which is step 12. Yeah, as, as long as you put out and you take less in, right? Well, it's not... It's better to deposit than withdrawal. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> you, you make... It, it's kind of like a really steadily growing stock, right? Like, you keep depositing and depositing on a day-by-day. Day, you don't see the stock going up. But if you take a look at it from five years, it is a steadily growing stock. It's just not going at the rate that you want it to. And right. it's not about instant gratification anymore. This is about building a relationship with a power far greater than yourself that's going to continue to take care of you as long as you take care of others. And not try to be the pilot. Exactly. 
Yeah. Because when be you more were like the co-pilot, well, you'd be the co-pilot or you just be the passenger. Because let's, <laughs> let's just remember the last time you were the pilot or I was the pilot. We ran our lives into the yeah, ground. We ran into the, the ground. You know, I once heard a guy share at a meeting and say when he gets into a plane, he sees God as the pilot. All he has to do is sit back and put on his seatbelt and wherever he lands is how he will deal with it. It's how we deal with it. Moment. Exactly. So, guys, this is the end of the 12 step series. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Rest assured that we will have future episodes, but it's not going to be like it used to be back in the pandemic when we had all the time in the world. Yeah, but now our lives, you know, it's like everybody else. Uh, they're now with the vaccines out and, and things are starting to progress a little bit. But we love the show and we love our listeners and we're going to continue threading along with awesome topics. And I hope you got a lot out of this 12-step series. I know we did. <laughs> we learned a heapful. I know it did for me, you know, because I haven't been to as many meetings as I'd like to go. And, you know, I just... I've been all, I've whacked out. I've been all over the place with what's, what's going on in my own life. So this 12-step series has like saved me in so many ways. Because when I edit it, I listen to it over and over again. And it's wonderful. Because the principle behind the 12 steps goes so far. Not just for a recovering alcoholic or any kind of addict. Like the 12-step series is universal. And it's worked in so many different recovery groups that the principles are so powerful. And best part is you can access them at any time. Now, I can't tell you how many podcasts I've heard. They're completely cut off by step four yeah or, or they have different types of you know people taking you through the steps and but they just don't correlate together here you can just literally go back to step one through 12 and do it all over again and maybe you'll catch something you didn't catch before so guys i wish you nothing but love and happiness and prosperity to come out of this pandemic, you know, with a whole different frame of mind and look at the universe and the world very differently because it is going to be different now. But if we can only see the silver lining, that's how I'm going to end it. That's what I got. Um, my best suggestion is um, whatever you think that you're supposed to have, don't worry about it because when you really get what, what, what the universe has in store for you, you're going to always regret wanting what you thought was good for you, and you're going to be grateful for what you actually get. Yay! And, um, okay. and take care of each other, continue to pray, continue to be of service, and you don't have to worry about yourself. We do have a donation button. Um, if you feel empowered, if you feel the love and you want to contribute and help us to keep this podcast going, there's a contribution button on flying-sober.com. Whatever you want to give, it's greatly appreciated. And with that said, stay healthy, stay safe. Till the next time we connect. And remember to check out our recovery resources at flying-sober.com.